0: Today, as part of our ongoing podcasts, sponsored by the book, When Money Goes on Mission, Fundraising and Giving in the 21st Century, we're going to open the toolkit. And this is going to be the first of, the, of a series of podcasts from the toolkit, drawn from sections three and sections four of the book. Each of the things that I'll be going through today are actually covered in separate chapters in, in the book. But I'm going to introduce them here, and then in future Toolkit podcasts, we'll go into a more nuanced understanding of each of the four. The importance of this is we're going to be looking at missions philanthropy. That is, what does a giver look for, or should look for, in, the, um, in a ministry when they're uh, getting ready to give a gift? Uh, It's about leadership and money. Um, And so there's four things that I looked at in the many years that I served in an executive director role in a missions philanthropy. And the four were this. Your purpose. For those of you listening, I'm drawing on a board, and I just wrote the word purpose. The second is your character. The third is your idea. The fourth is your track record. And if you're familiar with the book, all of these working together should give a fuller understanding of the communion of giving And receiving and for those of you actually watching this podcast you've now realized that I flunked penmanship in school okay let me take these in order and why they were important as I um, as I did my work purpose is where we connect the foundations where I worked had a purpose in giving at first fruit we had three Uh, big ideas of what we were looking to fund evangelization holistic ministry and leadership development and so if you're and working um, in the majority world and in places with less than a first world economy so if you fit all of those criteria then there was at least the beginning of a connection a place where we could begin the conversation. If you didn't, then, uh, for example, if you were working in Western Europe or in any other uh, first world economy, First Fruit uh, it wasn't the place where you would find uh, a, a suitable grant for your work, as valuable and as led of God as that work might be. Uh, all philanthropies, all givers have to limit so that they can understand the impact of the giving that they're doing or at least most of them will and so we start at purpose then the next thing I would look at is your character if we connected at purpose if there was a sense that there was some right connection between us the next thing I would look at is are you somebody we'd want to work with because As a philanthropy, you're always working with a leader uh, that's that's directing the mission. And so you're becoming a student of of leaders and experts in the field. And you want to know, is this somebody that I can trust? Uh, Do you question your successes? Uh, Are you a student of your failures? Do you uh, tell the truth even when it's painful or can cost you dearly? Uh, uh, are you endorsed by people who know you well and, um, and are willing to stake their reputation on yours? Uh, if that's the case, if your character appears to be worth investing with, if you're someone that we can trust, then the next thing we'd look at is your idea. Your idea, often called your strategy, but it's your idea of how you're going to attack the problem that's elicited in your purpose. Uh, is it, does it make sense within the context of your purpose? Now we're going to unpack all of these things so that you understand how these f- three uh, so far fit together. But if your idea makes sense in light of your purpose, your character is something we can trust in, then the last thing we'd look at is your track record. This is looking back to look forward. So we're going to look at how long have you been at this? What has been the results in the past? It doesn't matter if you failed or succeeded. What mattered is what you did with either. And so what can we learn? Where are your Ebenezers? That is, where are those places where the Holy Spirit intersected with your work? Where, where are the things, the, um, the challenges you came up against, and how did your mission surmount those challenges? Look, if you've got a short track record, you've got the same problem every kid coming out of college has, that first job. How do you get the first job so that you can develop a track record? How do you get that first grant so that you can develop a track record? It's a paradox, but it's one that we all face at some point, Nonetheless, a track record will also help the philanthropist, the giver, decide how much the gift should be uh, and, um, and for what duration. Because they can, uh, you know, a, a new work may only elicit small giving to begin with until you get some momentums. And then, then a giver can come in and give you some acceleration once your idea has been proven. Okay, let me take you through these in, um, in order, in just a little more detail, and then direct you to future podcasts where we'll go into them in depth. Now, I also want to point out that as you put these four things together, we're working towards a communion of giving and receiving. That is a place where the giver and the receiver meet at the foot of the cross. In a true communion of equals there's no difference at the foot of the cross between the wealthy and the poor between the giver and the receiver and what is needed there is trust and accountability and so what we're working towards in in the toolkit is how to build trust and accountability what are the actual ways to do this now your purpose when we come back to your purpose, I look for an answer to three questions. The first of those questions is, what is God showing me? When God gives vision, he gives sight. And what I mean by this is that you will always, always be looking at, <laughs> at the problem. It will bedevil you. You can't get away from it. Everywhere you look, you see that issue at play. And you start thinking of your solutions what would i do if i if i could deal with that it's how you answer that question how well do you really look at what god is giving you sight to see because i believe that for every need on earth for there is a purpose and a ministry to meet that need no matter what it is it just may not be your need it may not be your purpose to meet it but they all need to be met And they will all have vision to be met. And God will bring the workers. When he talks, when scripture talks about we need uh, workers for the harvest, this is exactly it. God is showing us the harvest. He is showing you your part of the harvest to work in. So how will you answer the first question? What is God showing me? Well, and it's the easiest of the three questions. The three questions being, what is he showing me? What's he telling me to do about it? And how will I know I'm doing it? The the second one becomes the more difficult one because we always bring our strategies. When I was at the rescue mission, we struggled with this question uh, as I tried to come up with ways of communicating to our givers what it was our essential purpose. If you've boiled everything down, reduced it to its essence, what were we really about? Was it the beds? Was it the meals? Was it the sense of location that we gave people? Was it the cup of cold water? Actually, we, we actually answered the second question. Looking at the homeless situation in the town where we were working, which I uh, expound upon at the beginning of the book, we answered the question, we're evangelists to the poor. Now back then, I couldn't have defined for you integral mission or holistic mission, but that's really what we were angling at. Uh, put it simply we didn't think we could preach to somebody that was hungry we we thought we needed to give them a sandwich at least if we were gonna give them some kind of a witness I can go into more of that later but the second question then is uh, that essence of what I'm seeing and what I'm called to do about it the third the answer the third question is how will I know I'm doing it the answer was people are hearing that there's a savior that cares about them. They're getting some food. They're getting a place to sleep. They're getting a warm, a shower and some new clothes. They're getting a friend. Um, All of those were our indicators, not our evaluations, but our indicators of how we would know we were going about what we're doing. You answer those three questions together. And uh, like I said, we'll go into more depth and that communicates your purpose that one is by far the most important and we will spend the most amount of time on it but your character is also very important um, in the book i tell the story of phil butler the first grant i ever made was to follow up a failure of a previous grant that had been made by the foundation just before i came to work there they had gotten phil had gotten fifty thousand dollars to bring all of the broadcasters that were sending uh, evangelistic messages into Russia during the height of the Cold War to get them together to compare their frequency, the azimuth that is the direction their single sideband radio broadcasts were going, uh, the type of programming, the timing of the program, get them to put their schedules and such on the table, and no one showed up. And it was a big effort. They'd put a lot of money into the research on the Russian listener and broadcaster. Had one of the finest studies available, and um, and Phil just fell flat with it. So the first, first ever philanthropy meeting I had was filled with fourteen single-spaced pages of, of, uh, uh, of, of, of dense writing explaining the failure, and it had the hutzpah. Uh, t- to, to ask for another 50000 because he'd figured out what had gone wrong the first time and how to make it happen the second time. Uh, we actually made the second grant, and it led to the foundation of InterDev and, frankly, one of the biggest missiological breakthroughs uh, of the latter part of the 20th century, led by Phil. And, uh, and it was following a failure, but a failure that he owned up to, that he, under, that he studied and he understood. That proved his character and gave us higher trust, actually, to move with him. Because what's the tendency when you're meeting with a giver? That's to only tell him all the great stuff that's happened and uh, because it might take too much to explain uh, the other stuff that uh, didn't happen. Uh, character is about courage courage to tell the truth your idea needs to make sense in light of your purpose uh, because ideas are in and of themselves prosaic it was a, a, a at the mission it was a dormitory for beds it was staffed to to uh, cook the meals and to meet with the people and to uh, 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 and to minister to those that were coming, it was a volunteer coordinator to coordinate all the churches that were pouring resources into the mission in terms of time and talent and such like that. So your ideas are are in and, in and of themselves not all that interesting. What makes them interesting, of course, is your purpose, and then last, of course, is track record, which we will go into in a future podcast. Thank you.